podcast. <laughs> What's up, people? Welcome to Creative Theater Podcast. Uh, this is attempt number two to start this thing. I'm definitely going to do a lot better. <laughs> this is the show that brings you conversations with visual artists about how they got to where they got, what their day-to-day is like, what their struggles are, thoughts in the art world, and a lot, a lot more. Dan Studio, I'm very lucky to have this good fella. He's uh, a really good friend of mine. I'm very happy to have him here. He's a Canadian artist who um, works as a teacher, fine artist, concept artist. He's originally from Korea and now living in Vancouver. Jace Kim. Hey. Yeah, thank you so much for joining the show, dude. Thank you so much for having me. And That's actually, great. I should have said Jace Jungyu. Kim, yeah, Jungyu. Yeah. I get made fun of that name because it's really close to Korean dictator's name. Jung, Jung, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> don't, don't let those people make fun of you. <laughs> no, but that's that's silly. I, I like it. I like I like to get make fun of m- with my name. So I, I okay, pre- well I won't. Um, <laughs> in the intro, is there anything I missed that I should have added to that? Uh, um, you also you studied at Emily Carr. Yeah. Grad. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll uh, we'll make sure to get into all of that. Yeah. But uh, I, I like having people like you're on the show who do multiple things you don't just paint you like like i mentioned where you teach you do concept art um how have you been finding a good balance between all of those i think i i basically went around so much that i started as an animation major mm-hmm. i i used to work in it a little bit as an animator and i moved to concept art industry for a little bit too and then i finally grabbed a brush and painting a canvas <laughs> <laughs> so but i kind of wanted to do at everything at the same time that was sort of a point where i realized when i teach students mm-hmm. that's the most like you know that's a really good tool to do everything i want little bit by little mm-hmm. like we talked about another day when i know the most ultimate reason for teaching is for me to learn from school uh, students too mm-hmm. like i get to do a little bit of concept art a little bit of illustration a little bit of fine art and everything all together that's so cool. i think yeah teaching i don't want to even say teaching i want to say it's uh, mentoring, mentoring and guiding, but I sometimes learn a lot from students. That's the bi- biggest thing of it. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I often hear about teaching. So, do you feel like you didn't really let have to let go of all these other aspects, like you said, illustration and concept art, because you kind of get to do it still? Yeah, because I never, I don't really get to make money out of concept art. Okay. But then I, I help students, like I teach students to do, because ho- I know the, I've been in the industry. Mm-hmm. I just know a lot of stuff that I got from my art director, whoever I worked with, mm-hmm. and apply those elements into my teaching. And somehow they learn a lot because they don't, they're going a lot of like orthodox, very systemized program where it, they don't really incline them into the industry level. They're always thinking that, oh, you got to go do this. Otherwise, you would suck. You know, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, I mean, yeah. I we can talk about more about that. But then my teaching was coming from working in a uh, little Korean studio initially when I was in school I was working making money for my my own intuition and everything right because wow. I was yeah. pretty I mean I, I kind of forced to be self-independent because my parents couldn't support me that much mm-hmm. I, I still love them so much that the way they allow me so much there's such such a freedom that I didn't really have to you know go for math mathematics <laughs> like yeah. science all this yeah. uh, very conventional yeah. <coughs> expectation of my uh, the Korean parents. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I, when I was working in the studio, I didn't know at the time, but was quite indoctrinating. I I, I think it's the word is kind of term is kind of a uh, harsh, but there was an indoctrinating uh, at, uh, you know nature mm-hmm. that you know when you go to school, when you go to this institute, everybody has to do the same regardless of what you really willing 
what you're really into, dude. Like, so you think schools make uh, make the same kind of artist every time? Is that what you're saying? No, like, no, not necessarily school. I think school here is better, but even the where I'm from, like I don't really know much of a. I've never been educated in Korean, uh, you know, like uh, fine arts uh, mm-hmm. schools. But yeah. what I hear about a lot of people is that they're making it too systemized. Okay. So it's it's like either if you get a higher mark, you go into design. If you get a like little lore, you get a fine art. Whatever uh, they they're like dictating. I mean, they're dictating the direction that was. Wow. I I didn't know, but then I heard this so many times from my students that are coming from, uh, Korea. Yeah. Who who experienced a little bit more than I I did, mm-hmm. and then the, I hear about this crazy thing, and then even they're making, you know, they pay for having a portfolio to get into school. You pay like thousand bucks, <laughs> and you get like fifteen pieces. What? I don't know how. Yeah, but wow. you, if you hear about it, this is crazy. But then. That's a huge industry. There's Do you think so it much happens money. here in Vancouver as well? Uh, no, I think but partially, the, uh, that's why I brought it up I when I was working in this little studio, like uh, Korean okay. studio. They, they brought that system here. And then that's how, because <clears throat> a lot of Korean parents, a different generation, they think it's better that you, have, you are more successful when you go to a better school. Okay. Like more prestigious school, not necessarily like school that fits you. Okay, and what you were saying <coughs> is that that's not the way you teach anymore. You are yeah, okay. I'm kind of against that idea. So I'm doing Great. it more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing it more of a. I care about students more subjectively. I really care about their subjectivity, as in like what they really want to do. I talk a lot of time, like I talk, spend more time talking to student what their willingness to be, like what they want to be after learning all this. What do you want to be? Yeah. Like that's the like the sort of beginning question to start with, and then when they don't know like some half of them don't know right half of them but then they know yeah. like i'm kind of interested in doing this but say can i can i make money out of this like can i do well with this like yeah. they're really curious about it too right so it's so difficult because y- you won't really know even if you you won't know until you try it as well right you can probably have an idea exactly. of what, what you yeah. prefer yeah. to do so i think for me it's not necessarily teaching i provide them a chance to do it like okay. you get yeah, to yeah, yeah. do a little bit of it because I've done so many different totally. things yeah. in the field of art so that I can give a glimpse of this and I can give a glimpse of this and then students fall for that. And then mm-hmm. once they realize it's, oh, this is what they want to do. And then I can just like exclusively guiding them to that direction. And once they find that it's really beneficiating, then yeah. they continue doing it. But everybody changes direction every once a year, like of in course. the in school. I mean, if you get into the university, that's what happened to us too. Mm-hmm. Like we went there realize this is not working but for me when i realized that this wasn't working mm-hmm. i still had to stay there because i didn't want to quit in school i was yeah Art i, I mean okay. can we, yeah we can talk about emily car emily car is great school but it subjectively didn't work out with me i hated the foundation year which was more conceptual based and everything i learned was very against the <laughs> against the idea that I thought was really benis- uh, important for me. Uh, I can talk about this story. Uh, one drawing class I had, I was pretty much do an all-nighter. I, I okay. didn't s- sleep for two days, and I did a really hyper-realistic hand drawing yeah. for the assignment. And then this this girl who came into into the... She didn't do actually assignment at the day. She, and then at the day when we were presenting the work, she came in the uh, break, <laughs> and then she did this really quick sketch of it. Yeah. And she got the same mark as I did. Wow, and I was like, <laughs> maybe I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about. Maybe she did a great job, right? Like she did a great job sketching it, whatever. But 
that craftsmanship that I the spend the commitment that I put it onto was kind of being neglected, and then I felt like I don't even blame the teacher. Maybe it was that I was I- I waiting too much on the technicality of art mm-hmm. rather than conceptuality of it. Like I don't really. I had a nice thing to say about it, but even back then, my English wasn't good. I mean, mm. that became a kind of barrier. And the in- Emily Carr, you do pretty much uh, presentation every day it's and every week. Right? Yeah, every week. And then, like, for me to step up and like say these things were like big words and big book caps, where I would my <laughs> I was a, I was a ESL student. I was even and when I was in Emily Carr, I was taking like intensive English class because wow. my English wasn't good. So uh, I had hard time, but I overcame. So. My English got a little better now, <laughs> but then, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you're you're kind of being you're being too kind to the teacher. <laughs> but I think it's uh, it's interesting uh, what you mentioned because that's something I've heard many times. How the the conceptual versus like uh, technical skill is always you know I think it, especially in fine art education it's always kind of a battle between the two. And, and it seems like because you already knew where you wanted to go with your art, like it sounds like by the time you arrived in the car, you already had quite. Uh, like a pretty good level of technical skill. Yeah, but then I, you know, like speaking of the fun foundation year, foundation year is basically the one that allows you to do many different things. Yeah. But then many different things as in if you have a more uh, specific, you know, ultimate goal for it, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't, you find it really unnecessary for the those academic courses, like such sure. as cultural theory and like even English. English is, English is important, but like art history, I mean, I don't really remember anything from like my artistry <laughs> course. But what the is first that? Year. What is that? What it's is it? It's like you to go Renaissance and all this stuff, like very before like modern art. You oh, learn all these things, okay. but then you don't, you know, like you you get to test. <clears throat> test is pretty much asking you what where does this work from, mm. like, and then like you compare this art to the modern art when then you write an essay about it, that kind of stuff. It's just it's important, but at the same time, I feel like we should learn more modern art. So I don't really teach students before modern art, like mm-hmm. before 1945, because okay. like that's pretty much after like postmodern and everything. Art has been, uh, art had a really drastic change in of course, after yeah, that. Yeah. So and then, I think uh, learning art history makes you really well rounded, and I imagine that I can see the value in it not only where it came from, but also when you're making something you think is new. Quite often, exactly. it's something that's already so I yeah. can see the value of that. But uh, but then again, you know, the students you're teaching are going to go to university; they're probably going to get it there. Yeah. So it seems like you have a really good aware- awareness of what they need to get in there, right? So that makes sense. And actually, so what you're talking about, n- not having those courses, that's what um, a lot of private institutions or institutes, schools do these days, where they just so stre- streamline. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. under two years, super expensive, yeah. but. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a tough one. So, even though you said in the first year at Emily Carr, you already knew that it was not really working for you, <laughs> you stayed through the whole thing. But yeah, because I didn't want to consider myself a failure. Maybe my parents didn't think of me as a failure. Mm. That was one thing. I think I I thought I don't want to say it, it's Korean thing, but I I think it's the Korean mindset mm-hmm. as in my parents. Who had so much expectation on me? Not not as a uh, not I mean, not as a non-artist. They 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 gave me a f- freedom, as I said. But then once I became artist, I wanted to prove them, prove that to them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I can do this well by myself. Did did they think it was not gonna make money, like the, as an as a career? I think they thought of it at one point of time. There's a lot of people. Even I talked to my students' parents. 
yeah. they come to my like <laughs> you know like meeting and say oh art doesn't make money like That's I don't I don't <laughs> my students do fine art yeah. I don't want so like the frank thing like I, right now 90% of uh, like only like 5% of 10% of my students are learning fine art from me and what the rest of them are like graphic design uh, okay. concept art yeah. illustration and more digital stuff because I provide them a lot because it's really hard it's easy now you get a lot of sources from YouTube but if you think about it you go to this that's the one thing too like I I can talk about this little I mean I can talk about this forever but then I mean people Korean people especially not only Korean but then they're they're really demanding secondary school like mm-hmm. you know I mean they when they feel the lack yeah I can substitute that lack by paying someone to teach me yeah so they are they're they're doing bad in math I can get a math tutor mom okay. I want math tutor yeah. I'm, I'm the suck in science I got I want a science tutor yeah and so even art I, I suck at this so I can I get a, <laughs> can I get to learn but yeah. then can I go to studio where should I go and then they get connected and then when they when they're brought to my studio and yeah. then like they wanted to wanted to learn from me realizing that oh it's not just a substituting that lack I'm actually I have to I have to be passionate about this yeah, yeah of course and yeah. then they they thought that oh I wasn't this is not what I wanted and I they I mean half of my uh, students are kind of like I don't force them to quit but when they're having that different sort of mindset and yeah. thought I'd rather like tell them to oh you don't disrespect every uh, other my students because it's like if you are not willing and passionate about this <laughs> this is not as valuable so do I became harsh right now <laughs> do their parents hate you uh, maybe they got to hate <laughs> me sometimes because I actually literally like kick out my one of my students that wow. yeah because I mean, sh- sh- he wasn't doing any work. He wasn't doing any homework. Yeah. I told him to do a certain amount of work every day, and then but he never pro- uh, he always broke the promises. So yeah. he came with empty-handed yeah. at one day, and then I call her mom and d- directly say, "Oh, I don't think I didn't I didn't like mad like I wasn't mad. I was just yeah, like yeah. talking really realistically. Oh, ma'am, I don't think this is working for him. So maybe I will give you the money back, the yeah. money that I got for." So that's yeah. amazing. No, I love that, and, and especially. It's uh, I guess the amazing part is because you're on your around your own school, you have the freedom to do that because yeah, you know, exactly. I'm not working for anybody else. But yeah. I think it's perfect. I, I think it's a shame when teachers are not allowed to fail students or are not allowed to kick students out because in some schools you're not allowed to do that. And that's I think it's a business mindset too. Of like course, you don't want to yeah. you you need to make more money out of yeah, it. Yeah, but that's when but that and that's what happens when you don't care about students as people, right? Because you do and you're able to do that and you're probably able to save them time and money and say you know you should find something you love because yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's i mean that's actually guiding them you're actually helping that way better mm-hmm. like instead of you you said it's just cold help helping yeah. but you just make them stay in your studio you make money but they're not getting anything out yeah. of that then well but uh, and also uh, i've did i did some teaching in the past as well it's not fun for you to teach a person who doesn't want to be there exactly yeah. it's actually yeah. really frustrating and yeah, y- yeah. yeah. and then if, as i said i got if i don't ever learn anything from them like it they don't show the passion and I don't really get to learn anything from that. I know that this, this kid is not going to get me anything. Yeah. I get not, not just about money. It's monetary value. It's important, but it's not at this stage of my, uh, myself as an artist doesn't really require as much. So I just wanted to, I'm at the point where I can just like easily say, okay, I don't want to, I don't need to teach you if I don't help you. Dude, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, so uh, it, it's really cool that you can be it can be in that position because it sounds like it can be very freeing. Yeah, you get to do what you like, yeah. and and then that all came back to me in Amelie Car, thinking that I don't want to consider myself as a failure by quitting the school, 
and if I quit this school, my mom's going to be worried and my father's going to be like, oh, Jason, you got to think about the realistic side of it. You can't mm -hmm. just be like that. And then so I stay there. I figure try to figure out how to get this, you know, <laughs> get, <laughs> get this work out. Yeah. yeah. And I went to animation. That's why. And then, mm -hmm. and then I, I think that was a little kind of ignorant, too, because. I didn't like animation that much even back then. Wow. Like I didn't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I love watching animation, but you know, many people like misunderstand the concept of animation. Animation is actually locomotion. You're learning, yeah. like creating the locomotion, like illusion of, of movement. movement. Yeah, yeah, illusion of movement. But then I was thinking maybe we're doing more character design or a comic mm. book. I'm, I mean, there's a storyboarding sense and everything too. Because I, I, I used to be, I wanted to be a comic book artist so, so long when I was a nice. child. I was like. I was hard, highly influenced manga and stuff, so that's my ultimate dream. But I knew that it wasn't going, it was going to happen. Oh, might as well. Let's go for animation. Yeah. But then, like the theory of animation wasn't mm. the one that I thought that I should be <laughs> doing. So, so when you went to Emily Carr, when you applied to school, because uh, you only moved to Canada when you applied for the school, right? Oh no, actually, I came. I came here when I was grade ten. Oh, grade cool. nine, oh, yeah, nine and ten. So I w actually went through a little bit of high school program, but then uh, I was hanging out with just Koreans, and I, <laughs> yeah, I had a, like non-Korean friends, but yeah. then like it was harder for me to communicate. You know, like mm -hmm. communicate is a huge barrier. So I, I didn't spend much time, like hanging out with that actual culture that I'm provided. I was like in the between of like you know mm -hmm. 1.5 generation where you are still like in that circumstances where you should be more you know acknowledging the culture and mm -hmm. the value of it but then i wasn't i was too young to understand <laughs> all that so and i went to emily car because everybody says emily car is good and even the studio that i was attending yeah. as a student oh so you're attending a, yeah and then i get to work there for ah, later yeah future nice. so i went there and then the teacher asked me what do you, i mean she didn't even ask me what i wanted to do she used to say oh are you gonna stay in vancouver yeah, I don't have money. I, my parents are not going <laughs> to support me, so I have to stay in Vancouver. Then, like, teachers are automatically saying, oh, then Emily Carr. Then huh. you think about it. There's uh, so many different schools oh, that yeah. you could go. But Cap, then, like, right? The Capilano, yeah, the Capilano is great. And then, like, even back then, I don't have much as much as now. But then, again, nowadays, there's a small, like, Van Art, the, like, totally. VCAD. They're doing a lot of, like, smaller <laughs> animation programs. But then, yeah, so I went to Emily Carr. I, for the second year, you get to decide your uh, major and I went for animation because of that. Like, if people saying that, so there's even more money. Yeah. But what did you think y you wanted to do versus what happened? What did you think you were going to learn? Because was it the comic books that you wanted to Yeah, and then, point? and then I was a part of this non-profit organization called No Art. <laughs> we made the name No Art because it's like art for... Uh, any, everything can be art. That's the uh, concept of it. So, okay. And then I was doing more painting and drawing that for the, for the thing. So we did this, like, independent... Uh, gallery thing wow. and uh, it's like a very outside of school like mm -hmm. we that's additional school additional work you do it for just like what you do right now <laughs> 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 outside of your full-time job you do this and that all yeah. that right so i kind of like the idea I'm, i was having more fun doing that than the, the what the fun that <laughs> I'm the i was having in yeah, school so wow. and then so even i think i wanted to do painting even back then like i wanted to do painting so bad but then that idea of like you cannot make money out of fine art that's just uh, dragged me out and then i went for animation because people saying you know you you can make more money out of it the industry is kind of booming you know. and <laughs> even even back then animation was kind of like going bigger but then everything was like sort of transiting to 3d right 
rather it's than two D. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is so funny because, and I think you and I talked about this because my story is kind of exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. When I was looking for school, and I thought I would do illustration and painting. Well, it's just what I like to do. But when picking schools, I remember it, was, it wasn't like it wasn't like in your case. It was a private school, but it was family kind of saying. I can't make money with yeah, <laughs> painting. Yeah, what's yeah. next? You know, what's uh, what's yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. And I actually also ended up going into anim- animation. animation program, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I can see how it helped me in some ways, but it is interesting. I guess there, it felt like maybe there was lack of material and at the same time, almost like lack of proper guidance or mentorship, which is what you're providing. I think, it, you know, your students must be very lucky because you're they're getting this honest perspective. I try to be, you know, when people ask me about this, I try to, I mean, in some ways try to be honest about what it is and like what this life is and what the actual pursuit is and what the day-to-day looks like. It's part of the reason why I like doing this podcast. So hopefully, you know, someone like yeah. you or I at that age could listen, well, if they find it, could listen to it and, you know, just listen to this podcast and learn about it because you don't get the information and you only learn more about it in the future, right? You end up learning it later yeah, on. Yeah, so I tell them most of the times that, the the stuff that I'm telling you right now is the 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 years of my work, years of my <laughs> experience in school. Like it's just like I'm not trying to brag about what I did better than you, but then it was more to do it. Oh, I went to Emily Carr for four years to realize this. I went to <laughs> industry and animation. I went to concept art. I went like basically I spent ten years. Yeah. And realized, oh, I gotta do what I'm passionate about. Like I, it, that whole concept. Don't worry about how much ma- money you're making out of fine art. It's yeah. just just like be be good at what you're passionate about that's all and then like mentality of it like you have a you have to have a thought that i have to work on my drawing a little bit even even like even an hour do every day continuously doing it every day to keep yourself that's your habit if you don't have that habit and i tell them you got to draw like you're eating if you don't eat you starve you don't don't if you don't draw then you you starve. You have to feel that sense of like you know starvation is somehow that you are pulling yourself to do it. Then that's a like self motivation. Yeah, it's really important to have that self motivation. And at the end of the day, did you have fun? Yeah. Like, did you like? I mean, sometimes you, you we we feel this too. Like Ilya, like we spend like you you probably do a whole full time day job. And mm-hmm. you go back to your studio. You work like three extra hour painting, yeah. and then even you go back home and then do a little bit of sketch for the next uh, next day's work. Then you go to sleep. You feel so fulfilled. You <laughs> Definitely. Feel, yeah. And then like, you you feel something very, I don't know. It's really hard to explain. But then oh, I spend my day so well. And then yeah. like you go to sleep and you wake up the next day feel, realizing that oh, like and then compared to compared to you spend whole day just like partying and drinking all that you you had that momentary joy yeah. but you feel so bad about yourself next day oh i wasted this much work time yeah. <laughs> man this is like the best pep talk <laughs> 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 i'm so i'm so thankful that you're here yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. Uh, incredible to hear and so yeah, i just want too many questions but i want to get back quickly you said that when you were in Emily Carr first year, you thought you didn't want to quit because you'd be a quitter. Do you still have the same um, mentality? Would you have changed the past if you could? Meaning, like, do you think it was good that you stayed through it, or do you see it now that maybe uh, staying there wouldn't be a f- or quitting wouldn't be actually a failure the way you see it? Mm, What's yeah. your, what are your thoughts uh, on it now? I mean, if I quit early, there was a friend of mine who was 
kind of in the sim- similar situation I, I mm-hmm. was and he wanted to do a concept art so bad and then so he quit at the actually one semester left the fourth year oh, wow. that was a crazy <laughs> yeah he's he's uh and then my friend i think it was a uh, Tyler, Ty- you know Tyler Bradley. Yeah, it's okay to mention names, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think <laughs> I think it was a Tyler. Uh, I think he. I I get to meet him in the the live drawing mm-hmm. course, and then he was, he was telling me, uh, Emily Carr's not gonna help me anything. Like mm. I want to just quit, and I thought of it. Yo, you have just semester left. You <laughs> you really want to do? Maybe he had a year or a semester. Man, I don't want to give yeah, a wrong yeah. information out. But even then, like I thought he was really brave. He quit. Yeah. And he didn't get the diploma out of it. But so you didn't think of him as a failure. You thought of him as brave. Uh, yeah, and then he's doing really well right now. He's a great concept artist. Yeah, and he did get into yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... But then if I made the same uh, decision yeah. with him, mm-hmm. I could have gone to concept art industry and doing better. And then once I got into concept art industry, I sucked so bad. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't know how to do. And then, I mean, I mean, mm. previously, I listened to podcasts of uh, Graham and... yeah. Andrew Doma, they're a really good friend of mine too. But nice. then, like, we don't really get to talk to each other that as often. But then, mm. like, when I was back in the industry, like Graham, I work work with him together oh, really? at the same. Yeah, when I get got into sequence, sequence, because I, I was looking at yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. I w- when in sequence, Graham and I just got into the same. T- I think he he came in one day before me, but or something <laughs> like that. But then, compared to Graham, I like I didn't know anything. Graham actually know a lot of stuff because mm-hmm. he was kind of experienced artist too. But then. And he was a better position than I was. I was like kind of like junior position, mm-hmm. almost like intern. Like it's it just I was pretty much doing everything yeah. when they had to clean up, you know, like animation clean up. Yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I actually like like doing that <laughs> better than like <laughs> actually doing some concept artwork because I was bad. I, I was having a hard time. Like, but how? It, but you're still able to get into that studio though. So you or already had a portfolio by then. Yeah, yeah. I build up my portfolio. So the if I come back to my history of it, like yes, just to talk yeah, yeah. a little bit more about myself. So I went to Emily Carr, graduated from animation, and I animation animated. I I was two D animator, uh-huh. so I worked in like freelancing stuff for a little bit, and then I just didn't get paid well. I just mm-hmm. hated job, and then <laughs> actually one time I got to do something like this company. I don't want to name it, but then the company <laughs> told me to do a job that it's not hourly pay. If you do uh, it well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get paid. So I just did a bunch of, like I spent like extra, more than an hour of, yeah. of course. And then like the guy, the director ended up saying, I can't pay you because you're, you didn't fulfill the job. So I got uh, really mad. I spent like four hours bad. on it. Right. So I was like, Oh, but then I did a little bit. You can't just ditch me from that. And then like, he's like, no, that's how the industry is like. That's a common excuse, oh right? Oh, this is how it's like. That. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I just, oh man, I, I don't want to continue working for this company. I quit. And then I was looking for, and then I realized that I shouldn't do any animation because that even animation job was for the mobile games and they're very repetitive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cycle. You just like, you change this guy's clothes, uh, like weapon, and then yeah. you just do the same animation. You just have to follow that pretty much a constraint which is juxtaposed to the idea of school like you have to be systemized right yeah, like yeah. and i feel like i'm going through this again what am i why am i wasting time doing this huh. I, I mean and then i i learned a little bit of it i get not i learned the negativity of that <laughs> which is good so <laughs> i mean I, because that's, that's what made you get out like you learned the, yeah. yeah and then uh, you know mm-hmm. when you get out you consider yourself once again as a failure like i mean, i don't want to the term mean, is yeah, harsh yeah. but then yeah. i failed to stay there but then that failure is one that got me back i i can't just be like this i gotta come back to this i gotta yeah, do yeah, it yeah. more i i gotta prove that mm-hmm. i cannot just be given up because of this yeah because i've seen a lot of my art friends who like pe- friends who i graduate with and then people who i get to know through art school mm. 
they ended up not doing art. Yeah. Most of them. Like I, and then so I, I had this, uh, you know, kind of like, I don't know. I was quite, I wanted to work it out and I didn't, but then I didn't want to do an animation job. So I yeah. got connected to like freelancing job. I, you know, my daily routine was like, I look up, a Craigslist every in the every day in the morning. Really, look for look for a job, and I send out resumes, and then like I, I teach, I because I, through the whole time I was teaching, I was a private tutor. Wow. So wait, wait, my, were you yeah. teaching while you were in Emily Carr or after? Yeah, Emily, even 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 from Emily Carr, wow. my, I got the teaching job at the first year of Emily Carr. I was fortunate because okay. there, I mean, you know, I told you about like how secondary school in Korean Korean community yeah. is so common mm-hmm. that it's it's you make a lot of money out of that like it's a, there's a lot of money going mm-hmm. and the studio that i was working for was uh making qu- good money like they had like 30 students in the studio did that you have to really work good. or did you feel do you have to work to make money for school or did you want to work oh no it was for school too like so I, yeah my because I, I didn't get the support from my parents so I actually, yeah yeah, yeah. so too. i well, no, it's, they could have helped me but i just didn't want to you know, I I know that their situation. I didn't want to. I wanted to prove. Also, as I said, I don't. I want to prove to them that I can do all this by myself. I, it's not that. It, and it's then not. I yeah. But then I had a hard time though. Like I was actually yeah, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, there's so much to talk about. But I, if I go back to it, like mm-hmm. I so I graduate and then I worked in the industry. I w- went out and then I worked for this freelancing gig and sometimes I didn't get paid. Like they're saying like in the front. Oh jeez, we're gonna when we, once the game is launched, you're gonna get a lot of profit oh, out of it. We're those. gonna have profit share. Yeah, 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 we did. That. I went through all that. I went to do horrible things, and then, uh, yeah. So I didn't get. Pay, I get. I got paid hundred for my like thirty hours of job or something like that. Wow. And then like, the game didn't get launched. So, so I did a little bit of that, or I get to work with this friend, who said it's gonna be like certain hourly payment, but then, it didn't happen. But, I don't care anymore at this at this point at 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 point of this time but and then i later i that's the sequence job is actually the first job ever as a like and then also pr- pay me well okay. <laughs> you know uh, I mean? so i i feel very grateful how many that years after your graduation was sequence i think it was a 2012 i got into that so okay. I, I graduated 2009 so i struggled okay, about years. two years yeah three oh, years two, three two years, years two years and three years and then i think tyler was the one who recommended me Nice. Tyler, yeah. So Tyler, Tyler. recommended me. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler is doing. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> if you listen to me, yeah. But then, yeah. So and then he he recommended me to the studio, and then they wanted wow. somebody. So I got there, and then they did a test. Yeah. Actually, Sequence asked me to do a test. I don't know. Is it is it part of the NDA? <laughs> I don't know whether <laughs> no? I should publicize. Hey, he will. They won't mind. It's such no, a long time no. ago, but. I, I remember because I this is a funny story too I want to talk about because yes, I, I, yeah, I, I, oh, <laughs> I had this I got the test yeah and I don't think I did well I I, I feel that I felt that I was I don't think I'm gonna make this mm-hmm. job I, I get I get this like <laughs> intuition right and then I got the really the the Dan is just really good uh, car- person and friend of mine too like it, I we became really good friends Dan the producer back to time mm-hmm. he sent me the me- uh, email saying that it's just like, you know, casual email, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. can feel that this, I'm not going to make it to, right? <laughs> so I told him again to Dan that, Dan, maybe can I do it one more time? I can, I feel uh. like I can do it well. But then the weird thing is my family had to plan the trip to Hitler. Okay. So we had to go. We paid for the ticket and everything. <laughs> so we had to go. But then that's why I didn't have a tablet or like companion tablet. Okay. So I brought my PC. 
and tablet <laughs> and the baggage luggage and then i i went there with it and then i worked that it, they will they wouldn't know i they, i never told anybody about wow, this but then, so i went there in the whistler when while my family was playing i mean just hanging out i was in the hotel by myself doing the assignment from the and then i i think i did better it's that's the thing like you if i didn't I, if I do the second chance and just like did the first one, I wouldn't probably make it. But then, then like me trying so hard. Oh, this guy wanted to fulfill us. I w- wanted to meet the expectation. So, but then I didn't tell him that I went to Whistler <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Should have told him. They're gonna feel so guilty. No, no, no. But then, like, right, yeah. It's amazing. And, then, and then that that got me a job, like a first proper job ever. Wow. And and that's how I pretty much got into all this. I think if I didn't do well. And I, if I just neglect that second chance Damn and it geez. went for it, I'm, I don't think I'm here like uh, who I am right now. I, I might wow. be, I don't know, who, who knows, but I'll probably get a, yeah, other jobs too. But then like, it was good. I learned a lot from Sequence, mm-hmm. uh, our director. I mean, Graham talked about him too, like our Andrew West and, and that other mm-hmm. people like Ian and all the people who I get to work with, like Eric and Christian, there's a lot of animator, animators. I get to finally learn all this great, yeah. you know, like working environment. And then, and then it was sort of priceless for me because, mm-hmm. you know, previously I didn't even get paid for doing all the yeah, work yeah, and yeah. all that. But now I'm properly paid. So, oh, please don't keep me out. <laughs> <laughs> and then every day I was like, oh, I want to stay here. Uh, but, but yeah, and then like, I feel like, but then I felt like I wasn't doing well, the job. And so you got to, yeah, because we, we work for Halo. Come yeah. on. Like it's a big franchise game. And then I don't think so I cool, was dude. at that level set. And then probably Andrew got disappointed at me for a few times because I wasn't fulfilling the job well, but he taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get to overcome a lot, but then I got better every day. But then even if I get better next day, it, I, I still don't get to meet up the expectations. So. But do you think, but so <laughs> man, there's so much information, but do you think you actually were not as good because you're, I think you're a very harsh judge of yourself. You, uh, and I think that's what makes you great. And the fact that you're working so hard is it's because you, push yourself so hard do you think so when you say i was not doing the job so well are you being objective or yeah, yeah, objectively yeah. yeah are you looking at it objectively or because you know i think a lot of us are super harsh on ourselves like that but do you i think to be honest uh i think i was good artist like with the sort of a creative freedom or whatever but i don't know how to execute that well you know what i mean aspect, yeah, yeah. yeah. because even I still remember I was so ashamed of myself. I didn't know, you know, like in Photoshop, the short key, if you press <laughs> yeah, number, yeah. you can change the transparency. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, and then I, I, I pretend that I knew <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when uh, one of my coworkers said that I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I know it. And then like, I didn't know about it. So that's the level, like that's the, that's where I was. And I learned a lot. I caught up a lot of stuff. Mm. I wanted to kick, fake it till you make it, man. I'm still learning so much about Photoshop <laughs> <laughs> even today. Yeah, but but yeah, that's why I I think I I try hard on aspects of it. But then, uh, when I went through all that, yeah, regardless of the fact that I I still think it's so much valuable, and I I just I just had that in my mind that is it really what I want to do? Like, mm. do you think I talk to myself? Like, I just Jace, do you think re- you you really want to do this forever? Like, is it it's mm-hmm. gonna be your career? Like you have to be in the industry. And then I said no to myself. Well, the reason is I was at the time I was still teaching. And then I was, when I came back 
home from work because I was living in Surrey. My yeah. work was in downtown. Yeah, so far. Like three hour commute. I like, go back Oof. and forth, right? So I was like yeah. spending so much time. And then, you know, I came back home from work and taught. I, I, I had some yeah. lesson after. I was like, I didn't know I was burning myself out. I was literally burning myself. When so did I was you like, find out? I didn't stop. I got working like a workaholic. I just like yeah. te- taught and then like work in the industry. And I would say, and then I came back uh, spending eight hours of looking at monitors a <laughs> whole yeah. day you know you know I how know it's, what like. it's like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i looked at the blank canvas and then i i i'm probably making this quite dramatic <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> way more dramatic than how it also happened but then it's it, it felt felt like the canvas was talking to me like jace i want to get painted <laughs> yeah so so you know that's like you know making the really good animation yeah. you came back home from like burning out like sensation yeah. but you just came back oh i want to paint i painted it yeah. Like I spent a whole day working and I spent time painting and I felt so good about the physicality. I guess that, and yeah. is that how you found out what you really wanted to do? Just because, right? The fact that you're working after full day of work kind of shows you what you really love, doesn't it? I think that was meditating. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah, I find yeah, it as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you probably do it yeah. because you, it, it feels very meditating. And you're and I on the same page in so many levels. Sorry, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so much better, but, but then, but then what I'm saying is that I felt that I felt a strong, something strong about that. I didn't know that I had this, like mm-hmm. I didn't know I have this throughout the whole time, but I'd never been, uh, publicizing it because I don't want to say, consider myself a failure let's come back to the idea of failure if i quit this job again i'm a failure again but then i don't want to be a failure three times and then i think it's partially my problem that i constantly you know you sometimes i said i'm a harsh critic of myself too but i don't want to criti- i want to criticize myself why is this happening to me so half of me wanted to paint but half of me it's like chase don't quit it again yeah. right but i mean but sequence situation like it was kind of like quitting, but then like it, they didn't extend the contact with me too. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I said I'm really also busy with my teaching job, mm-hmm. and uh, somehow at the time my teaching job was doing so good, like so mm-hmm. well. I get so many, I get like drastic number of students, like a drastic amount of students. They get like uh, more students coming in the studio because huh? they realize I work in the industry too. Like you know, that's like kind of like a, your batch. Totally uh, you good. label yourself that oh, I worked in the industry. I didn't want to make more money uh, because of that, but then I just got more students wanting to learn, and then that was like, okay, so I sh- what should I do? I got to decide whether I should try hard, uh, ke- keep myself in the industry where I w- do what I don't really want to do, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, where I, and then compo- uh, opposed to you do, you teach and you guide students the way you want it now, mm-hmm. and then you can paint. <laughs> and because yeah. uh, teaching i can just work five hours a day yeah. or four hours a day sometimes less and sometimes so nice. it's more flexible i have the f- so that was kind of like the similar situation as trends uh you know transition of uh full-time artists to yeah. freelancing artists and then it, it, the amount of students that i could teach at the time i was making good money okay so I imagine a lot of people have this kind of dilemma, of, like you're saying, uh, basically picking: do I do what is already working, or do I yeah, yeah. quit and do what I l- love a lot more? Yeah. At what yeah. point did you let go of this idea that stopping something is a failure, or do you still feel like it? And it, and it, no, so after spending ten years of that experimentation, like it's mm-hmm. I want to say it was experiment experimental. Well, but way to find yourself as like yeah, yeah, yeah. Define yeah. yeah. That's what you, you just, that's what everybody has to go through. Of course. And then yeah. I wanted to think of it more theoretically. 
uh, I came to the deeper uh, question what is the value of your work like what's your subjective value mm-hmm. and then i think mo- mo- a lot of people nowadays are following the majority how like you know yeah. like their their value is constructed by others like they're very socially constructed yeah and then i thought i want to i don't want that happen to me like i i see my friends making a lot of money or like driving bmw most mercedes vans and they're <laughs> bragging about it and yeah. whereas i wasn't i didn't want to do that like, i wanted to brag about my art skill i want to brag about how well I do as an artist. Mm-hmm. So that's the value. That's very subjectively constructed value. So when I was painting, uh, when I wor- started to work as a painter, I realized that it works somehow that uh, maybe I didn't have to follow what everybody else says. I just I just have to do what I would love Dude, to do. That's huge. Yeah. So so I, I mean, I was lucky enough to get that, make that transition. Yeah. So I did it. But then I don't just do it like a hobby. And yeah. that point I realized I got to do this really uh I got to do ho- do this really passionately and then also because of that I look back to myself and then go over went over all the times when I thought of my thought about myself as a failure. Mm-hmm. And then because I failed three times that I could come back where I am right now. Like totally. yeah, so it was all accumulation of the years of work that I went through and then I still apply a lot of stuff that I that I do and like exactly. even fine art you know Ilya, yeah. you know fine art even like the stuff that you learn from po- photoshop painting digital painting quick painting it comes back it all to helps it. but yeah. that's why I mean why do you uh, that's what I, I feel like uh, why do you why do you call it failure because it's a lesson yeah, learned yeah right? so so now yeah I don't want to think of it as a failure anymore and I, w- I think it was needed and then you you need that failure to come so but then I think it's just a how you word it, right? Like yeah, it's of failure, yeah, yeah. but then you can And it's what I guess it, yeah. it's what the word means. It's just uh, I think it, it, it feels harsh because and it's also depending on how you look at it, right? Cuz at, at the same time like what you're saying is that it's a step that was necessary, so it's like a maybe it is a victory in a way, maybe yeah, exactly. it's yeah, because yeah. you did get to the place where you really wanted to do it. Where do you uh, uh speaking of this, where do you get this crazy drive like you're working so hard and it sounds like you're work you're working so hard even before you got to uh the post-secondary to emily carr how do you get that like can you trace it back to where this came from i think uh, very fundamentally it was coming from uh my parents sacrifice i don't want to sound cheesy and boring but no no but my my parents basically came here for me like Mm -hmm. my and my brothers and then they made that sacrifice and that they s- struggle a lot. I mean, they don't know how to speak English at all when they mm-hmm. came here. And then like, my mom now is like speak so well. She works nice. for, yeah, I love what they have done to me. Like, it's just crazy how much sacrifice they made and that I don't want to let them down. I th- that that's the core reason. Like they sacrificed their life in Korea mm-hmm. to come here. Same as Ilya, your yeah, family yeah. too, right? Same, that, yeah. that we, they value it so much for me. And then like we came here, get this great education provided and then all the time that I thought of myself a failure, it's just like it always kind of like an experimentation and learning stage. And mm-hmm. then that that all happened because of my parents yeah. that, make, that they were sacrificed. And at one point I realized that, uh, and then I move on to it. Like I I talk to myself a lot of time. I mean, it's more theoretical that what is the your true value? And then I just want to be happy. And then yeah. hold, and every day I want to be happy and I want to be just, I want to leave my day uh at the maximum mm-hmm. maximum cap- 
capacity and capability. And so if I become a better person tomorrow than yesterday, that's the whole goal of my... I, mean, I don't plan something too ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I just... My mo uh, great motivation, my drive was just like work hard every day so you don't feel bad about yourself. Yeah. And just like t speaking of that, you know, you yourself being starved by not providing any creative, you know, like, you know, like creation or, yeah. uh, you know, art. And you, you somehow feeling so if i don't paint for like a week i'll be like oh i feel very Me weird too. about myself <laughs> Me yeah, too. yeah so i think i became at that point that that's that's how much i learned from that 10 years of yeah uh you know troubleshooting i can really do so much about what you're saying i remember when i had to make a decision of like stopping working in animation or as an animator rather i remember that felt like it felt like quitting and i can so that's what to me the words like you're saying failure kind of resonate because it felt like and it was my first big change in career too so i, I can see how like it just this idea of that you think this thing you worked so hard to do now you're not going to do it like what are you doing you know and i remember yeah uh, that's a tough thing to do yeah but i think i think also because you have that you try harder because you don't yeah. want to yeah you don't want to get you don't want to get to regret like you don't want to regret the fact that you quit especially because you're stepping back right it feels like now you're going back uh, you're backwards and yeah uh, so at this point do you feel like you have a uh, you found your purpose you know after these 10 years do you think you know what it is you really want i think i'm at the i i don't want to say perfect i don't like the word perfect because nothing is perfect in yeah. the world but then i want to i think i'm very much satisfied with who i am right now and i mean there's a lot there's yeah. always a room to learn and stuff but I think I'm happy compared to the the guy who barely got paid by doing, you know, animation work <laughs> for a few hours. Yeah, I understand the circumstances, but to, no, to where I am, like, I think, yeah. I mean, I see a lot of great younger artists right now. Like, it's just, you know, like, you can see it's so easy to find, like, art station, oh, yeah. even art station, like, there's so tons of and everything. Yeah. And then, and then I don't, I know that I won't be able to compete with them. Like, it's just so different level than you got to find your niche. Like yeah. it's not that uh, what then that, like that niche is doesn't necessarily coming from you being differentiated by others. It's more to do it. What did you really like to do? Like mm -hmm. your niche is coming from what you love to do. Like I, I love doing this. You once you feel like you love doing this so you can do this forever. I just found it. That's that's a value. Like it's not how much money you're making. Well, yeah. oh, it's really the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, because you, I think I don't think a lot of there's not a lot of people who can probably say honestly the way you're saying now that you're happy and you found what you want. And maybe I'm I'm am romanticizing the idea of it. Maybe I'm romanticizing it to the people who are actually starving, like those artists who are not making enough money. Mm -hmm. I think I'm kind of romanticizing the idea of starvation or like you know like the part of it as a motivation. Some people actually literally physically, you know, go through the problem with that. Yeah. I don't have that problem. That's why I'm at the. A place where I can easily say so I don't want to romantic romanticize idea but actually what I'm trying to say is you know like you try so hard on one thing for a long term I, I taught I've been teaching for more than 10 years mm -hmm. then like I get I became a good at it I became good at teaching mm -hmm. but it's very subjective teaching like I teach very different than everybody else does mm -hmm. maybe there's yeah. my own way that's niche that, I'm, that I found and then that same thing happened to me as an artist Wait, I don't want to get, you know, judged by someone. Like, if, say, if someone who's super good at art come to me and then, oh, your work is still bad, Jace. Then that doesn't really differentiate me 
like that doesn't really differentiate me, me as an artist. You know, yeah, what I mean? like yeah, yeah it's because somebody else judging me, good or bad, that shouldn't define you. Yeah, yes, no, yeah. I see what so, you're saying. So yeah. now I realize I don't have to get a judge. I don't have to get judged by others to think that. Oh, JC, your work sucks, but doesn't really make me different. Like, I get to talk to my really close friend, Jeremy Henriksen. He's yeah, a yeah. fine artist, too. You know him, too, yeah, right, Jeremy? Yeah. Jeremy got just tons of hating comments. <laughs> he got, like... <laughs> he oh, laughs at yeah, them, too. Yeah, yeah, he laughs at it. Like, he, he likes it. But then th- that those negative comments are signs of fame, too. Like, you have become famous in certain That's how you know you're popular and people hate you. It's yeah, true. yeah, but then he doesn't care about yeah. people saying, is this, this is shit or this is good. Yeah, yeah. But then I... Same thing too. Like I, I, I get criticized a lot too. Like I, I get, I get feedback, but I listen to people's feedback because I, I want to also troubleshoot. Because yeah. I'm never, I said, I never be perfect. So that's the whole idea. It's amazing, uh, and w- <laughs> it's very fascinating to listen to you talk about. Is because the whole idea of is basically what you're saying is that it's almost like you're you don't feel like you have to compare anymore. It's like what you're talking about. You see people on art station who are crazy good, but you don't have that need to feel like in your mind compete with them almost like yeah that's how i'm reading it but because uh, you s- clearly found what you really enjoy right yeah i mean but then you sometimes people get motivated by looking at greater art but you compare yourself to the one of the great artists in like uh art station and you realize that guy's only 20 years old <laughs> and then you feel bad about it yeah. what but then that <laughs> doesn't really do much of your own work you feel bad about it's not it. really productive right yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's just like you 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 complain about it and all that it doesn't really change it the way you do like yeah. but so so that's the thing like i my art style got changed throughout the years yeah. but then i was more into once i you know when i should I talk more about that too? Like I came, talk about yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I this is the best back. interview ever. I don't have to say anything. Yeah, but then like I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I came back, uh, you know, basically came to this uh, fine art world. I mean, thanks to Drew too, like for Ilya too, like thanks to Drew Young. He 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 it's dragged me to yeah. He dragged <laughs> me to Snag. I still appreciate so much. Like I, that yeah. Snag was my first live painting event ever, yeah. and I did that, and Same. then, yeah, and then, like, that's how I got to do, like, uh, you know, the gallery with you, the feature show, that's it was right. just having so, <laughs> Stefan was just on the podcast, was a, yeah, yeah, and then it was a really great time that I had, I, w- I learned so much of that, like, I felt like I was in school, it was only, like, three days preparing art, yeah. but I learned so much of it, I get to learn, you know, how other people work, and all that stuff, that being able to expose yourself to that, I, I think it, it I kind of get to compare myself, like, but then by the time when I was doing when I was doing the feature show and then the snag all that stuff, I was my work was more hyper real. Like it's yeah. I was going like I do a very repetitive small brush strokes. Yeah. And then and then I somehow got dragged to another really great artist friend, uh, Bill Higginson, he dragged yeah. me to art battle. Yeah. And then I, I was <laughs> dragged you. Yeah, dragged me th- I mean yeah, I, I wanted to do it. he didn't drag <laughs> me, he just like <laughs> persuade me to do a twenty but then I didn't really like the idea of 20 minutes initially because my work won't be as good at 20 minutes. I spend a lot of time on my one single. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember that art show. And actually, uh, you won that thing. So I just got to do it, too. Uh, Ilya, you did it first. So you won the competition first. Oh, you're talking about yeah, our when, battle? Yeah, our yeah. battle. Yeah, so. But I was I was speaking about the the art show feature we did together. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah, feature. I was yeah, looking yeah. through my uh, Vimeo account just the other day, and I, I'm, we, I, we hired uh, our, um Umbrella Pro. We, I got my friends yeah, to yeah, film yeah, the show, yeah, 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 yeah. but I was watching oh, yeah. the video. I love it that it's a little time capsule. If you're listening, you want to check it out. I think you can just, on Vimeo, probably look up Featured Art Show. Yeah. I think it was 23rd. What year was it? 2013? Yeah, 2013. Yeah. yeah 
2013, uh, 12, uh, yeah, and 2014, uh, 13, 13. It was at yeah, Aiden yeah. Gallery, look it up, yeah, but yeah. I, uh, watching the video is so cool, and I, I'm, there's some close-ups of your work, and you got that hyper-realistic, like, uh, <laughs> portraits. I just like, I love it as a time capsule, because I think it was such a good time. I remember, yeah. like, it's like you're saying, those days that we're spending preparing for it, and you and I did a, and Turvey, we did a, Turvey, right? Yeah, Turvey, three we of did us a mural did together. mural together, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, there's something about this kind of, innocent naivete <laughs> being a little bit, uh, so at least for me i don't know about you i'm it's like you're saying it was that was my first big art show and kind of me too learning like, yeah, uh, yeah i guess you and i were uh, that's my pub uh, first public exposure ever yeah crazy yeah and then like uh, yeah so that time i learned so much and then i feel like oh it, it doesn't like it didn't really matter how much i sell from that show like mm -hmm. it's just like i sold quite good but then like i don't think i cared about it i just like that opportunity got me the so much and huge. then like it just branched out to like so many other opportunity but throughout the if i look at back and see like i was pretty much yes man to everything like i yeah. when anyone approached to me like doing this i would say yes because it's like i value the idea of doing art and getting money this is huge advice right? yeah I think for really, a lot yeah, of people yeah. this is probably i mean you gotta be careful like it yes man or like uh, you gotta you gotta be you do, when you're starting point like you gotta be yes meant to a lot of things mm -hmm. like you you don't know how that leads into a different opportunity totally. so i i did the uh art battle 20 minutes thing mm -hmm. and then that time when i realized oh yeah i can use my mbdex 3d like mm -hmm. i use both then like uh, that's yeah. how it, that's my thing like i i was born left and then and then my mom forced me to use right because it's like culturally it's the right thing to be right, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I, I, I was in in school. I was doing more using right hand. I was secretly using left for drawing and like wow. doodling. So, uh, throughout the whole entire my life, most of the life I was like ambidextrous in terms of drawing. So, I felt like ah, twenty minutes. What? A, what can I? How can I yeah, show yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. So, I decided to do double hand. That's yeah. the first time I did, and then people liked it a lot as a as a sort of part part of a performance, right? Right. So exactly. I, I showed it as a. That's what uh, I mean. I love the fact that you're basically going through all my questions without me even asking. Oh yeah, oh it's sorry. No, no, no. It's <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. This is it's a good transition, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I had one of the questions uh, written written down is because I felt like when I also tried it out, it felt like preparing for kind of this. It is a. It, it's so much performance. It's not exactly. It's not the same as being in your room and spending twenty hours on painting. It feels like a performance. Did you feel like you, have to, you had to prepare it for it differently than you would for a normal painting? Yeah, yeah. Right? My painting, you have to be. I'm very different because you. I I decided to do it simultaneously, mm -hmm. like at the same time. So my painting becomes uh, symmetry. The yeah. left and right needs to be same because I'm painting the exactly the same one. Yeah. yeah, I can't think twice at the same time. I gotta. There's some artists who does different things at the same time too, but I yeah. gotta do it that same thing. Yeah. But then it somehow has to be you know well proportionized and everything. Totally. So yeah, it's yeah. really hard. And uh, so I, w I want to ask you also because it feels like at least uh, because I've been doing you've been doing a lot of live painting and uh, being at these uh, events. Do you feel like the kind of the ambidextrous painter has become your identity? Yeah. 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 I, I even call myself as an ambidextrous painter. But then, yeah, because it is something very uh niche right like mm -hmm. it's uh, you don't get to see that quite often that uh, there's a bunch of artists who are doing that trying but never be able to execute it in a way that you know like i got this comment from one guy that they stop this double hand thinking because it doesn't really do to the quality of work and uh, it's kind of huh. partially true like because you know, I, I can't paint better when i 
just to use one hand. Really? You know what I mean? Like it's because I can't. You know, better I mean, like or different. Uh, better in technicality of it. Like a okay. technical wise, I can paint better, more proportion. Because like, it's. But then like I I tell that to the person even like it's a challenge. You are actually like kind of repressing yourself but that mm. repression is a part of troubleshooting and it's almost like my life you know like <laughs> i had this like repression and then challenge i went to went around and doing all this stuff and then like i think i got better every time when i overcome mm-hmm. like overcome that failure and i want to say again that was a failure and then same thing like if i do it that's why initially i did this like call i did this series of called vertical obsession because i only paint with vertical brush strokes or like mm. only line work that yeah, are yeah. vertically going and then having a sense of repression was kind of a challenge but then that's how we all live in a life like you you living in a life without repression you are very much naive and invulnerable mm-hmm. too. like you don't feel anything to go over like if you are i mean life is going through constant pain and somehow like you think about it right yeah. but then i i it sounds really uh pessimistic but this is actually real mm-hmm. like it, once you're born you're you're going through the pain every time but then and then when when you die, pain is finally gone. But then like that's what I'm saying. It's just but then that pain is inevitable. Yeah, yeah so that, you gotta embrace yeah, it. Yeah, so saying. embracing it and then the susceptibing susceptibing it like every every nature of it. And then that's why I do it ambidextrously is kinda like putting myself a struggle, but then that also in other other way around give more entertaining to mm. the viewer. Okay, I see. Do you are you uh, are you concerned with the fact that has that has become your personality or are you embracing it? Uh, or I mean, that personality, your identity, the way people see you. Like uh, yeah, I think I, li- I like that because, but then I don't want people to just judge myself, my art art as in like, oh, Jace is only light paint. Now. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I do a lot of different stuff, right? So I do, I can still do a concept, but then, for, but then the fact is not I don't do any concept art for a living, like now making money, but mm-hmm. I love the nature of it. I love the, like compositional like value and like you know going too, through all yeah. this like different color and then designing designing is a really the di- whole core idea of design is basically troubleshooting like yeah yeah so you are designing something uh that people never seen before which is like you doing something kicking something innovative like yeah. you gotta be innovative so that's what i'm saying i i will develop myself more into the level where i'm not just ambidextrous so i want to say that I've been saying that as my ritual, like mm. my ritual as into, yeah, yeah. you know, the, that the representation of a, you know, how I work, a, a representation of how my ambidexterity is, uh, you know, part of the part of the nature and a part of the world that how everybody lives in the world like that. One uh, one side is realistic, one side is I- ideal, and one side is left, one side is right, mm-hmm. and literally left and right, but then leftist and right, and liberal and conservative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like every nature it's like yin, yin and yang like yeah, everything everything exactly. has to be balanced so i am showing the balance I, my work is a representation of balance so that's how i want to say as in like arts art artist i mean it's really to, to title myself artist i don't really like the like to call myself artist really. yeah i mean it's that's just my thing i just so i rather want to say painter or draw drawer but i i don't what, know like what's the difference to you I, it's the same thing like you wording the failure as a failure and then like ah, it's, yeah but okay. i think it's more to do with word but then i mean artists give them so much of weight on that uh i don't want you know like it, it's it's a burden to myself but then you know like i think it's just my myself like it's just very much of a my own idea that 
you are living with the burden and mm-hmm. you gotta it, that you gotta sus- accept that vo- burden as a part of yourself too but then at the same time you know you don't i don't want to wait it too much i don't mm-hmm. want it to control myself over like because i'm not only doing that for a burden yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then once coming back to the idea i do this for myself i do this for love about the passion that i'm doing so it's amazing that you found it how much of your how much of uh emily car education has helped you because i feel like you just did this amazing conceptual speech <laughs> about this whole art thing no, i think i think it helped me a lot yeah. in that uh, way uh, okay uh, yeah. i mean but then of course it, i got uh, my english got better of course <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then yeah and then i I got to think more conceptually. I because I still remember one class was, uh, I hated class so much, but it was <laughs> called creative process. But no, I I want to mention it though because I hated it. But at the same time, if I think about it again, it actually beneficiating a lot. I mean, just the way of thinking, like thinking creatively, it's important. Like you, yeah. yeah so so that that really like initiated me. So that that class, John Warchek, I still. I remember the the professor name he's really famous in Emily Carr but he gave us assignment saying even before we met him like he gave us like really like weird assignment <laughs> like consider yourself and consider moon and bring the moon to the class <laughs> <laughs> That's so very very yeah very conceptual very yeah. conceptual you can't just be anything like you can't just bring anything but that's i think at the time i was just like what the hell yeah, yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. Th- is this about like but then I think that's the whole thing. Like what Emily Carr values a lot is that that side of it too. Like they still, I mean, Emily Carr is better every year that they are doing a lot, providing a lot of, pro, uh, you know, the technical side of it too. But then the value of conceptuality because the art could be, I mean, art somewhat to me, it's like a business. When I, now I'm like, I'm not working for anyone. Mm-hmm. And then the way you, asking it <laughs> the way you conceptualize it yeah. the way you how you wording it and how you sort of put put it to the certain criteria where people kind of w- com- get convinced or buy you then like that's your willingness and that's your own challenge you got to go through all that by yourself there's not like your assistant doing it there's no other one doing it for you you got to yes. do it everything by yourself as an artist i think it's really good for you know people who are just about to start art like art being an artist like that's i want to say like uh, that's why i don't want to even entitle myself as an artist because being an artist is it's just it's so much it's it's, <laughs> it's so too much hard to, yeah it's yeah, so yeah. hard to just say as an artist but also it's like what does it even mean right each person is going to be a different yeah, thing yeah. and yeah. Then everybody i mean just person who walk around just they can just call themselves artists like <laughs> artist to me it's so like it the word it seems so like valuable it's so, so much bigger than what it is but at the same time other side of it is like that you can easily be an artist like it, yeah. th- there's no boundary of it like but then that's what i'm saying but then what i'm trying to say is there's so much to do as an artist then yeah. do you really fulfill everything do you are you doing well with every aspects of it it's also very subjectively decided exactly it's depending on who's like saying the criteria yes so just just a second ago you said that uh, you're you used the word, you said bsing it or like <laughs> when you're explaining a concept and uh, maybe that's also a fine line of like are you just making it all up trying to come up with a cool idea or if you actually mean it but and the reason i u- <laughs> asked you whether emily car education helped because well like what you just said was very uh, it was very honest in it, but it felt like you're it's like you're t- talking about your thesis almost, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it feels very honest, but I, I, I guess my question is, do you, do you f- 
do you find that you use it in your own work like you said because you work for yourself right now and and when you do get work you will have to sell your idea whether you whether yeah. it's true and you believe in it or whether you're kind of doing it just to get the job so do you end up finding that that education helped us specifically in that criteria i think that's a really good question <laughs> you're so good <laughs> but then yeah that's what i'm saying like so uh the education actually uh, subconsciously or unconsciously whatever like the it helped me like yep. it, i think it it cultivate me like it's sculpting me j the jace that i'm that i'm right now mm -hmm. but i don't really want to say i got dra direct help from it okay it, because I didn't value it at the time. That's mm -hmm. exactly why I said it to my students. That you got to go to school mm -hmm. when you really feel that need. I want to go to Emily Carr now so bad. Okay. But then back then, I didn't have to go to Emily Carr. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's not about time. Like a lot of people from fr hi fresh from high school, they want to go to school. Yeah. But then they want to go to school because to fulfill their parents, like a, a parent's expectation. Yeah, They're yeah, going yeah. there because they feel like, oh, I can't be something if I go to school. Mm -hmm. But then no, like... Now I want to go to Emily Carr to conceptualize BSing more of this yeah. this value, and then I'll probably get a lot of advantage out of it. Back then I wasn't like that. Then then I got to do a lot of these things that I didn't want to do. I was forced to do only try to get an A. Yeah, then yeah. you are putting yourself in the system, and then you become more systemized to the system. You <laughs> are losing who you are. Yeah, but, do but you so do you believe then it's better? Better once you know. Uh, yeah. Better to go when you know. Yeah, better better to go on you. And then that and then coming back to your question that so it actually helped me. But then that's what I'm saying. I wanna I wanna I don't wanna just say it's a BS because at the same at the first <laughs> time I, yeah at the first time I wanna you know entitle myself as a better artist like and yeah. I wanna I wanna be something just like easily put together. I don't I wanna value myself as a something bigger it's i think it's a really important like you the, your great motivation is to consider yourself as a great thing otherwise you will you're lacking it because you don't yeah you're not pushing yourself yeah you if yeah. you don't value yourself as much that's why that bsing part is how to you know value yourself as an artist or whichever that you want to do yeah. because that part is needed i mean even you have a same art yeah and and then if one has a really good conceptual value but their technicality of it, what technic technical wise, they're the same. Yeah. Then ob obviously people buy. Yes, of course, especially in fine art. Oh, like maybe even concept. Art. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't get like a one live painting. Even I explain my concept so like in the public with microphone. Yeah. I told told to everybody, and then I sold my paint two of my painting out of it. If nice. I don't really talk about it, people don't. Like, sometimes the talking part actually does really good of job. Course, of course, people too. want yeah, stories, yeah. but that's why I think th that's why it really seems to me that in this in the fine art, especially when you're, uh, it's like you said, when you're you're selling your own paintings, there's nobody trying to sell it for you, or just uh, that's what it helps a lot. But it, it's almost like until you know that you need that skill. It's like you said, you do think of it as BS, right? Because until you realize that, oh no, it's actually not only you need it to create work that's more meaningful, but also at the same time you need it because yeah. uh, otherwise it's just a technical painting. Yeah. Then you don't exactly value it. So yeah. you need that BSing part, but it only, uh, you <laughs> can't, yeah, but then Bismarck is needed because if you be able to and like bring yourself to the level, like you have this like part that you sort of like romanticize or blurping or like bragging like you make it so much bigger than what it is and then you put it in the first place and then you later developed it until it actually make it happen yeah but then a lot of artists don't do that like a lot of artists or, or a lot of people who call themselves artists <laughs> they just neglect the part yeah. like then then they don't really 
get to the part it they don't want to then at the end it, it just remain as bs yeah. but then it, it remain as actual concept of your work because you're very genuine to it i can't say this forever because i'm very genuine to the idea of it genuine mm-hmm. to that art making process and overcomeness of it the idea of how i do it at the same time and do it and the ambidextrously all that stuff mm-hmm. it's i do it because i re- sincerely love it now like i sincerely value that and then that's that's a like i value it because as I, as you said it's a part of my identity mm-hmm. and it's th- i guess that's what makes you well-rounded rather than just yeah. one or the other uh uh, did, was it hard for you to let go of the hyper realistic work as and then move on into um, maybe more into uh, impressionistic or abstract work because yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, once again i think that must have been at a certain point an identity of yours right or yeah, yeah. an aspect of who you were yeah. was it a conscious choice to move away from it i think it was more <laughs> partially more forced i don't know i don't want to say it's forced but then like i when after i did more live painting mm-hmm. i cannot pull out hyper real stuff from 20 minutes or hour of course or well, so impo- that's yeah. what yeah so so i did that and then like just it's kind of sad and good but my more most expensive painting is still my two-hour light painting really so huh. it's like you think about it like i tell it to a lot of my people like artist friend too like uh, people w- the reason is that light painting it's beneficiating because people witnessing your process mm-hmm. and then they were actually part of it when they were being made so they they value it so audience actually want to spend more money on something that they saw witnessed from the starting point to the end mm-hmm. whereas you walk into a gallery you like the work but you don't never seen how this guy did it then you don't you know like people and then also my work is a reasonable price like mm-hmm. my like hyper real work but then they they like it but they don't want to buy in a way that i don't know like it's just so hard like, that's why it was i want to say it's more forced because Interesting. That, once I realized that this is more market, you got to care about it. Because yeah. I, I, at the one at earlier, when I was emerging artist, I was th- thinking about how my work getting exposed. Yeah. How, how my work gets the value as what other artists, other artists do. So when, they, when that happened, like my, I feel like, oh my God, should I then change this, change the style into more of this? Because maybe people like this more. And then I can like price it a little lower too. Yeah. Right? So, so I could sell it well, but then that's what I'm saying. That that was also part of the troubleshooting. So I realized it was selling better, so I kind of did it. But at the same time, I feel myself, I feel a little bad about myself that, oh, what? I thought the whole process of it was initially, maybe I'm contradicting, contradicting myself because yes. I wanted to do my for myself, but then I'm, I'm actually caring about, caring about it getting sold more, like the, the monetary value of it. So I kind of get awake from it like, oh, like wait a minute i don't just i shouldn't just do live painting live painting format should be live point format format itself mm-hmm. so it, i think it's more to do it now my style is could just be instantly changing by the circumstances so if i need to paint in an hour well, we do a lot of live, live yeah. painting too Ilya. Well, i do this i, I do this more i do this kind of style but then if i do if i stay home or stay in my studio working i want to see how far i could go so i, I developed that Yes, I, but and to be honest, I think I'm still kind of like finding my style. I, I don't think I'm I'm never be. I don't want to say I I have coined that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I haven't coined that style yet. I think I'm going with very different styles, and then I I still want to see what fits. But but then that's the whole thing. Like I don't want to just do one thing. I like uh, me being versatile, but also like being able to do a lot of many different things, and that's why I I don't want to stop teaching. I I've seen a lot of teaching is quite. 
consuming like sometimes mm. it's very i mean not only physically it's very emotionally like yeah. you care about one person well, especially you if you put yourself student. into it right i wanted to quickly before i move to teaching i want to ask because you started considering uh realizing that some paintings sell and some don't depending on how you treat your painting and what you put into it um you said it started dictating your choices and so you you were kind of wondering if that was the kind of right thing to do or not these days when you decide to make a painting uh, whether it's in public on your studio how much of that thinking is in your head to make sure that to make a painting that people will like that will sell yeah it's a big uh portion of it but then because i think i'm better than before better than when i was emerging to this scene okay i don't have to worry too much about it now because i i care about the quality of work more like is it gonna sell like you know, i think about it like you know you imagine wonderful things when you paint like mm -hmm. that's what i lo love about <laughs> action of painting like you when you paint you think about oh this painting will get me so famous your painting gets <laughs> me like so much money or whatever like you can think of whatever the whatever yeah, the yeah. heck you want to think of then that's the part where you're enjoying it so much that you feel good about it you don't just paint and say oh this painting sucks and painting not gonna help me out i think this guy you don't think about all i'm very <laughs> positive person like very optimistic mm -hmm. optimistic in a way that I thought about the whole concept very con uh, pessimistic. You know what I mean? Like it, I thought about we will die tomorrow. We could die tomorrow, <laughs> could right? We, we could yeah. we could die tomorrow. Yes. We could. That's the whole concept of it is very pessimistic. Mm -hmm. That's why I want to live well today. I want to do. I want to think everything possibly mm -hmm. positive <laughs> <laughs> at great. the moment, right? <laughs> so that's the re way of reliving it. So, uh, and when I think about it, I just think all these uh, great things about my painting, and then You're just in the moment. Yeah, right? and then like it. that that dictates the style rather than oh. This will sell better. Uh, I want. I think this is something this guy would like. Or uh, this is something, that, you know. This, uh, you know, like people. It's not like you prepare a portfolio to getting into art school because yeah, you yeah, are yeah. you're preparing portfolio to the particular school because and they want someone, that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then also, if you're uh, preparing portfolio to getting into uh, you know uh, industry, <laughs> oh, I want to go to this company. I need to build my portfolio into that way. So you mm -hmm. gotta like your style needs to be very much, you know hybridized like a mixture of a little bit of you and a little bit of that company you do all that but yeah, then yeah, yeah. N now it's like oh I, I gotta do and then that's what i'm saying i get i try to extract my emotion like am i am i being really genuine so yeah. i don't really paint every time like i don't think of it as a oh i gotta i gotta go paint as a part of my daily routine i just i paint i paint and draw but then when i work on my like piece yeah. like it's call myself as a piece is different like it, you can just do a like practice work but of then course, like yeah. your your actual piece needs to be very genuine to yourself so yeah. these days would you say that your work is most honest to yourself yes like, is that uh, the exactly yeah. honest to myself and um, i feel very me in it but then that yeah. me could just be uh, you know like mixture of everything too of but course. but uh, when you so when you make a painting you don't make a painting because you saw like someone make something cool so you want to be like them no you make no yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not like that yeah but maybe that could be uh, I I think I'm still a student. Like I'm still mm -hmm. learning a lot of th things. I still want to execute how to draw human figure better. I want to yeah. do a portraiture with a different lighting. I mean, you think about this constraint and very, you know, like, uh, you know, didactic. I don't want to say didactic, but then very, you know, like commonly known mm -hmm. technicality. You I don't get obsessed with that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know you grew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, to me, yeah. But still, like, you need to, you need to do well. Like, of course. But that's why I, I had I talked with my friend T 
disturb me a lot of times too but that his fine art too but his work is getting abstracted you know in a lot of sense that we talk about this all the time like uh, like can, is it better uh, what can i say yeah is it better that you learn all of your technicality as possible and go back to abstracting it or is it better that you start just starting with abstraction art because mm -hmm. we uh, me and jeremy didn't start as abstraction even you yeah. too your like strokes could be abstracted but not necessarily like it's not just a pure mark it, it, yeah. it still has to be some part of that you know depiction yeah, you know yeah. what i mean uh, you know, a, yeah, yeah. A representational yeah painting, yeah right? representation yeah. of painting so so isn't it kind of is it really effective way of uh doing abstract right away or uh, versus you got to do more abstract what purely abstract i still don't know you don't know okay. <laughs> i don't know I, we we talked about it all the time but i don't know that then we 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 just bring up the conversation to yeah do what it, what you love to do of course <laughs> that's what well because yeah because in the end like you said everybody dies and nobody cares uh, I, I think what i like to, if if i'm honest i think what bothers me usually is when it doesn't feel genuine it's like when i see some that's personal I, I don't know if it's right but when i see someone doing something because it's either going to sell or because they think it's going to succeed i think it kind of bothers me, bothers me rather than when when they know that's what they believe and that's the most genuine self then you you can't help but ac but accept it because this person has no uh, like they they have <laughs> yeah. no better way to express this, express themselves than this way and and this also feels the in the same way like you're saying calling someone an artist what does that mean i think it when you talk about this too much it goes back to you know and it's a what is it what is art mm. kind of yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, why yeah. it, it kind of becomes frustrating but uh, it's tough uh, yeah I, I i i'm tempted to say that it's better to get that background but then again i don't know yeah uh, uh, me too, too what, because yeah. that's where i that's the that, that i walked yeah, yeah that's where it came from so but then we cannot just say that yeah to every, but there's a, like some artists some like great abstract artists who've never done you know fit like the technical way of learning like they never get that too but, but also part of this problem uh, part of the problem of defining who's a great artist is usually it's defined by who pays <laughs> for their artwork and yeah, that, so yeah. we think someone is successful because you know there's rich people spending a lot of money on their art yeah, where yeah. if you I don't know track back the history of them becoming famous it could be well you probably knew someone you got in the right gallery someone I think we're living in that period where exactly. you know like I wrote I wrote I I read this article saying that your originality of work doesn't define the quality of work. It's more to do it. Your 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 artwork sells because of your friends. That, like that yeah, sure, you know, yeah. yeah, that's because like I think it's more to do it. Who do you hang around with? And that's where do you live? Right, exactly. I think that that's exactly how consumeristic society is like, and you know, like we are consumerism based and living in that world that where you know we are kind of a categorized into different like you know like uh what is it level of yeah, i guess people of rich course. people and like there's a huge gap in rich and poor but also same time what i'm saying is that even art like your the original quality itself is same that's what i'm saying like sometimes i paint in this light painting for like uh you know my painting sold for 3k and then like one 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 like live event i get my painting it doesn't even get sold for 200 yeah. bucks so this is very much to do with the circumstances i think but that's really apparent to me now mm -hmm. like if I, because i have experienced it but that shouldn't let you down i i thought of it as a kind of a disappointing element of it yeah. but that's why you don't have to worry about who you who would like this one like that's why you could just enjoy for yourself it's then, difficult yeah but it's then, hard to yeah, yeah i think it's, it's hard, hard to let go yeah. of
especially when you realize it's out of your control. I think that that is what the that's a, that's a tough thing to learn, knowing that no matter how hard you work, you may still not succeed yeah. in your eyes. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever success, exactly, yeah, whatever yeah. success is, and that's I think that's part of the reason. Uh, I'll be honest; it's part of the reason why I, for a while, I preferred. I like the rules of concept art wor- world versus fine art world because th- they are more defined. Yeah. And even yeah. though getting a job is still so much about who you know and how you know, but there's higher chance of you su- succeeding in that world because because if you can paint and draw, people will see it and get you. Where in yeah. fine art, like in this kind of art gallery world, you can be the best freaking painter in the world, uh, and nobody will care. And yeah. you, you and and then versus someone who just. I'll be very pessimistic. It's not a real example versus someone who just threw some paint together. They mm, could. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and that's why it's hard to let go of. Uh, maybe it's easier when you have a, like you have a steady life and you're, like you said, you're not starving. Maybe that's easier to accept, but yeah. I think it, it's gotta be a lot harder when you're trying so hard. And yet <laughs> it's it more work. to do your own conscious, like your, 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 ma- what does that matter to you at the end of the day? Exactly. And how you like judge yourself, right? What do you think? Yeah. And that's honestly, I, I remember having troubles with the, I want to talk to you about this. I was remember I was having troubles about the, uh, about the live painting event because I remember like personally feeling like it became so much more of a spectacle rather than a true representation of what right, my right. art was. Yeah. yeah, me too. A lot of times too. Yeah. And it, But it seems like you found ways to, uh, in your head to kind of put them into different categories almost. It's like you're saying what you do outside of studio it's very different what you in studio so as long as you're aware of that i think you can easily do it and be happy with what yeah, those results yeah. are I, I think it's like I, I don't know it's a good example but i think i can say like you're hanging out with different friends yeah, <laughs> you true. know you sometimes you you hang out with your like very intellectual side of your friend and who you have to talk more high vocabs and stuff but then sometimes you can just be with your friend who from high school you can just like you know, curse throughout the whole day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you can be like that. Like, I'm, I'm, I, s- I said it, like, I said I was quite yes man in the beginning of mm-hmm. the stage where I didn't know, like, I didn't know the consequences of just saying constantly yes. But at the same time, I learned a lot from, like, there's a always good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I hang out with this bunch of friends. I learned so much of, like, being that level, like, being yeah. that intellectual. But then, like, Whereas you you have that casual conversation with somebody you from high school, it, there's also value you learn from it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's just artists like that. So you you live painting in this this uh, event. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I'm so like well known artist. I gotta <laughs> I gotta like wear a mask saying, oh, I'm like, I'm I'm super well off artist. Whereas you can be in this event. Oh, I'm very just casual hanging out. I don't yeah. really care. I'm just like. You know, I'm just painter. Who cares, right? Like uh, you yeah. have a very, very healthy, healthy way of looking at it. I like it. I, yeah, I think that's that's how it's been like, and then uh, that's I think the way of, I mean, because at the end of it, it's the same thing. It's a, the how you sort of criticize yourself compared to this great ar- younger artist in the art station. You just yeah. look at constant like a burgeoning of art. Like that's crazy. Constantly every day, like so many good art coming out, but then like somewhat you think about it, they look so like it's quite similar. Oh, like yeah, yeah you oh, know, yeah. What I mean, like two, right? Then then. The reason why it's so similar is everybody's fo- following them like that majority, like trend. So how were you able to let go of that? I think most people. I think <laughs> ev- almost everyone out there. Th- I think I think compares. that's easy answer because I sucked. <laughs> because I don't think I I don't think I wasn't fulfilling any of. But the I, you, you yeah. let go of that pressure somehow. You let go. Yeah, of the I fact mean, yeah, because I I realized that I would never be able to catch up. Maybe it's I'm not humbly saying that, but then just like I don't think. 
I have that much. I could. I, I will never be able to bring that passion back. But it's not. But, yeah. uh, but that's different versus like yeah. eventually not wanting it. Because I think there's those oh, are two different. Oh right. Yeah. But do you think it's because? I think that's why I replaced that wanting part to something else. I want. So I want what to. Yeah, I want to be like this. I want to be like. Let's say I want to be like Jace the way I've been like, but then I want to get better at that state. Like rather than you know, like implying other great artists' element to me, and then somewhat mixing really well and becoming something else. But it's really hard. You remember, like I even when I teach my students, I tell them to always copy first too. Like you just yeah, have yeah, to yeah. look up your great artist. But then me too. I think I need to copy all the time. I still copy. I still like look mm -hmm. up, and then when I practice, I just do a like find a good painting that I found from Instagram or Facebook or Google, then I could just like try to mimic the style of it. And mm -hmm. I understand how eventually you have to become yourself. And that's definitely the hardest part of figuring yeah, out yeah. who you want to be. And that's why I really love, you know, you talked about this 10 year journey by yourself and then realizing what it like, what do you actually want? I, I, I try to ask every guest about like, you know, whether they know themselves because uh, that's probably the most difficult part <laughs> is like figuring out what it is you want to do. Yeah, and then, yeah. I guess eventually letting go of the pressures of the outside world yeah. or the art world that's kind of tells you who to be, especially depends on the community you yeah, hang exactly. out at. Yeah. You know, like I work at a animation studio. There's a bunch of rules of, of like what a cool course, concept yeah, artist yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I get... Maybe so because I don't get as much influence from surroundings that so you are working in that environment whereas I'm like free off. Like I don't really get to... But you can still go on art station and see. Yeah, so see yeah, yeah. So then eventually... I know eventually have to find out what it is like what your standards of a good artist are so that you know instead of comparing yourself to someone you you in your mind you know where to go um so maybe like along those lines maybe what i should ask is do you how do you define what a good artist is so that you can model that so you can model yourself to be that M meaning like so if you didn't describe yourself but it, when you look up to other people if you do who do you find to be successful because whether whether you're not looking at other artists as examples anymore i think it's part of human nature to have a goal to strive towards you know what i mean yeah uh, exactly yeah. yeah i i think to answer that i have to kind of go back to where i said before i mean i think you're putting yourself into a task of becoming something else that you feel like okay let's say you 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 want you have somebody who mm -hmm. you want to be and then you look up to it and then you copy mimicking the style of it and you want to be like that that's the whole task for you mm -hmm. you put that you put it into a package of tasking yeah but then once the task is you could just you couldn't do it then it's considered as a failure which i thought initially it's just talking about it. like yeah, myself yeah. becoming a great animator I, if i packaging it as a my task then i took it as a failure yeah. right but then yeah. that's amazing now I don't care about it as a failure anymore, as I said, right? So I'm not super conscious of it even. Like, <laughs> you know, like packaging yeah, 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 yeah. it, packaging it together. And then like, you know, saying that, oh, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, know, yeah, right? I so totally yeah, yeah. So maybe I'm th less aware of that, but maybe that could be a, like that could, that could be a bad thing. I don't know. I don't even want to say it's a good or bad, but then. Uh, I don't, well, it feels like you've, you've let go of that constraint and you found freedom because i think all it comes down to is kind of like you said are you happy because uh, <laughs> what else are you gonna yeah, i mean yeah. this is gonna get probably like too philosophical but you know yeah, uh, yeah. but doesn't doesn't mean that you slack off doesn't no, mean that no, you no, shouldn't no. try hard but that's I still and so do what, what i do yeah so what uh, maybe another question would be so what are you working towards what are what are your goals now where do you 
how do you see yourself improving and what do you plan towards in your future my first uh, i think my first goal and then as i said before i don't really plan things <laughs> <laughs> i'm like very spontaneous too but then i i like to I just like the podcast too like your theory of doing this like it's mm. just really similar to the way i teach students like i want I'm not doing. I'm not teaching or guiding them in a better direction because I want to make more money. I just want people to know. Like okay. I want, I want people who had went through the similar situation that they want to. Like if I had someone like me at my earlier age, like when I was 20, if I have someone like my me mm -hmm. and myself right now, yeah. I could learn a lot from him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then I didn't have that. Yeah, I was so lost. At some point, I didn't know any advice from that. Like that's why you're doing this too, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So my goal is to. That's why I open up my new studio in Burnaby, uh, brand new station around the brand new station, and, yeah. and doing a lot of. I wish to do a lot of creative practices there, and then getting a lot of people getting connected. Because I realize it even like, uh, because I've known a lot of people. I have. I got. I got made a lot of friends, and I've been different place to place. I can't bridge them. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm also actually kind of doing it. I bridge it at other art, like people who are needing art, art they, mm -hmm. I, get, I get connect them. I think that's what I really feel. Uh, I feel good about myself doing that. Like I just, I think yeah, I yeah, could yeah. be a good bridge for everybody to get together. And second goal is to be, you know, like it's more to do my work. It's, an, it's like same as every other artist. How can you be better? But then that's the thing. Like commonly, you got to care about how well you can sell your work so you don't have to worry about it <laughs> you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you but because i made a good amount of money last year but it's always up and down like of you course. make as an artist you make a lot of money one one month another month you don't really sell anything so mm -hmm. there's a drastic up and down how can you make that sort of averaged out or how can it be more constant so yeah. so so that i don't have to fully i mean at uh, at this stage right now i don't really care about money but mm -hmm. then still it doesn't mean that I don't care because I make enough. I don't care because I don't have to worry about that. You know, I like guess. Well, yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds like you're you're stable. I, I think people can, you can only say that <laughs> yeah, when you're so you're yeah. not worried. Like you're I'm not afraid to romanticize, but then that's the yeah, idea. Yeah. Right? So so myself, I'm what I'm saying is yeah. But I want I want more people to know my art. I want more mm -hmm. people to see my art. I want more people to you know acknowledge it. And then uh, one, I, I I may sound bragging, but then I had I had one. Uh, like you know client who bought my painting and she cried in front of my painting she cried yeah. i mean she saw my painting in a gallery and she cried she had this depression she was mm -hmm. going through this and it's that resonate that with mm -hmm. my painting she she felt something really you know emotional out mm -hmm. of it and then she bought the painting i then then like you, you think about that kind of stuff happened mm -hmm. Don't you feel that it's so valuable? Like, yeah. I want that to happen more. Like, I want people to, uh, not necessarily, I want to make everyone <laughs> to cry, but I yeah, want yeah, yeah. people to, you know, emotionally connected to my piece. That's why it's not, that's maybe, that's why I don't want to care about that technicality anymore. Like, people, I mean, our, like, us, like, artist people, like, they, mm -hmm. we, we look at art and we break down this, like, theory like, of, of yeah, 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 every element of it, like, how oh, we value it because it's so well constructed. Yeah. Whereas some people, non-artistic people, watch it, look at it, and then oh, I just feel something out mm -hmm. of it, and then I feel it, and I, when they le listen to my story, their emotion is kind of connected to. <sighs> yeah, maybe I want that happen more, but then if I do it really well, and if I do it to many as many people possible, I think that's probably like it's like living your life so well, right? Well, 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 well yeah, yeah, that means that you're, I guess, 
positively affecting people. Yeah. You, you mentioned that one of the goals is to try to make your work better. And uh, so how do you define your work better for yourself? Meaning, how, how can you see, do you have steps that you can actually take towards being better other than just creating work? Uh, I think, yeah, I, I don't really break down into steps and I'm, I'm very like, unorthodox you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm very <laughs> and yeah, th- yeah. this is why i'm really curious yeah. because uh, once you th- this is what i'm curious about because once you take away the pressure of being technically good which is i feel like you know but but that's still in myself though like yeah. I, I'm, i'm unconscious about it but i still care like when okay. i make a brush strokes i still wanted to make it in a way that that that's not the point of it but i still do it yeah. subconsciously right? but yeah. I, i think that's what i'm asking i'm almost trying to find out what your standards of maybe good is and what are the aspects of your painting you get better at you know beyond getting uh, this emotional response that's i feel like it's an effect of it but how do you i'm just curious like in your mind when you do go to practice how are you how are you practicing no, i practice like everybody else does like i, I look at other art artist's work and then it's just like copy see, and everything too I'm yeah, trying, yeah. yeah okay i see yeah. i'm just so trying to do, like you're yeah. able to do to do both while not really putting the pressure on yourself yeah, to be like someone yeah so so you're you're getting that information whatever that you want to learn from that practices in your head like but then you are not consciously pulling out every time you paint yeah that's like different way so i think that example <laughs> was really good you're hanging out with your friends with yeah. The, yeah you don't have that to be good. you don't have to be, be the that person with that group and then you come back with your casual group and like becoming like them yeah like you could just be versatile it can be <laughs> you can be paramount. that doesn't mean that you're faking it though like yeah. you are you can be like that you can be different types of yourself dude that's why i'm amazed you're you're like you're so You're so woke, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Or you're no, so no, no, you're no. so yourself. It's no, it, no, it's I'm no, I don't amazing. know. I don't know though. Like I don't know whether I'm doing well. Like it's just the whole whole thing because you're once you get that get that off, right? But I But mean, it's, it's not about doing well though. You're so yourself. It's so incredible incredible <laughs> to listen to you because yeah, maybe it's some people. No, because like as artists, I think a lot of artists are like, including myself like you're vulnerable in a way because of like how you perceive yourself, how you s- perceive yourself and compared to other artists, uh, how are you doing and compared to other artists is it financially skillfully, etc. Like there's so many uh, and yet you like you found a way to kind of like I think it's almost like you don't care and you found what you like and you yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. And it uh, and it's it's co- it's so hard not to give in to pressures of like in so many ways of art and somehow you just escaped it i guess i think i think it's something to do with the greed like it's sometimes i free myself from greed yeah I, you know like bastards. yeah yeah no no but then like <laughs> you know greed is a uh, the part of the, the great motivation too but then without greed you won't motivate yourself sometimes for some people totally, they knew yeah. to yeah that's a great mo- but then for me i can still motivate myself to do something without being greedy like yeah. i don't try i want i don't want something physical and uh more tangible mm-hmm but then i can still do whatever i'm doing right now but a lot of people who are like some not not many people but some people are like that like i mean they're always thinking about how much make money i'm making a year like they yeah, are yeah. very conscious of that right so i don't even track it anymore like mm-hmm. i just don't care about you know what what comes out from me as in like you know like what do i get like i don't really care about what i get from doing certain things mm-hmm because i have already experienced it like i can't get paid 200 bucks here i can get paid 3000 bucks here yeah. like oh, then what do i say like i what why is it this huge gap range and then how can you justify that 
I don't know how to justify it. So <laughs> I'll just accept whatever that is, the right? Like make whatever sense, the heck right? that is. Yeah, yeah. word doesn't make sense to me. A lot of sense, and a, a lot of crazy things happening. Like a, a lot of, I mean, but then, don't you like feel this time? Like I, I think it's going even more theoretical. But I wake, wake, wake up in the like I wake up in the morning realizing, oh, this is so crazy how I get to live as me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we have uh, so many people in this world, mm-hmm. and I get to choose my body. Yeah. And my soul chose me, and I leave this body. Yeah. And it, oh, that's so like amazing if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> then, How spiritual are you? Are you religious? No, I'm. I'm but so, actually, but yeah. So I'm not religious because the all. way you said yeah. it is so interesting that it's like yeah. you. You didn't get to choose your body, but here you are being in it and the, yeah, the life I mean, you live. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't technically like you know say that there's yeah, soul yeah, yeah, and yeah. i'm just hypothetically yeah, saying no, that yeah, in yeah. a way that it could be something it like sounds that, like you're right? very grateful for it right yeah that, yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah very huge. grateful but but that's why like you that's why coming back to the idea i'm so corely pessimistic that we could die tomorrow yeah but, but that's then, an optimist it's a yeah, freeing thought that's right? free of, yeah takes away thought. the pressure yeah, yeah. so so i get to i mean i don't know like some of people who might be interested in listening to like Jordan Pearson mm-hmm. do you know like there's yeah, yeah. A, a good art I- art intellectual like Sam Harris and then like, all the people I get to listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff too mm-hmm. like it, uh, then uh, then if you get to go through like it's just part of it is fun too like you just listen to it but mm-hmm. when you listen to it you're not just having fun you listen to it at the moment you feel like that's so connected to your work mm. your art so when I listen to those podcasts and everything I feel like at the end like Oh, this is actually beneficiating. But then I'm not so greedy about. Oh, I'm listening to this podcast because I need to apply this to my work. Mm, it just I'm happens. Just, yeah, it just happened to. Wow. Come, I happen to come across, and a lot of thi- a lot of things are spontaneous that that I don't have to be in. Like now, I don't. To be honest, I don't really need to be punctual even. Like I could just cancel my lesson anytime I want. <laughs> I can just. I don't have to go Look to at studio and pay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but then th- I, that doesn't mean that I make. You know, like tons of money out of it. Uh, I can. I still have the consequence. Yeah, I'm, com- I'm comfortable. And because, like, you know, like if if I make more money in a month or less money, my lifestyle is the same. Yeah. Because I don't like. I'm not. I'm almost kind of anti-consumerism. So like you found, but th- that means yeah. you found all you need. Meaning, like, if you think about, if, is there anything else you want in your life? Yeah. Are you do do you think you have everything you need? I don't. I don't think I have everything I need, but I don't really need to be greedy. Of mm. acquiring something more, I think I'm good at where. I mean, I still want to uh, be good uh, uh, son to my parents. Mm-hmm. I still want to be a good, like you know, like I want to be a good model for yeah. good uh, my students, and then good brother for my brother. Yeah. It, that's like a comment, right? But yeah. then, what do you really want to like? How does that resonate to your work? Like, how does that come down to your work? It doesn't necessarily motivate by the greed and a monetary value and a tangible physical, you know, need. It's just yeah. more to do it pure idea of being who you are you are genuinely like yeah. this yeah but so what do you need if you say i don't i don't even know like i, I know. maybe yeah, <laughs> i just i just need i just need that happiness right yeah. like i just need that happiness i, I mean so that's you don't need a nice mercedes uh, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I, I i don't i don't need anything i just i don't need, i rec- my my family recently bought like really good lux- uh, lexus car but then nice. i didn't even get to drive yet because i don't really <laughs> into that you stuff, don't care right? so yeah yeah <laughs> You, you, I mean, but you then that, you, that's a tendency like you once you free free yourself from uh, i feel like i sound like a monk in some way you, you love it yeah, <laughs> yeah you love it and it's great yeah yeah but <laughs> i i think it's it's just so much it's so valuable if you think yeah. of it like, and, and then but then sometimes you 
like I may I may sound very free free of whatever, but then I sometimes think of it. Like I look back and like say, oh, maybe I could lead a life like that. I I, I get it's a tempting. Yeah, you know I, I mean? exactly. It's a very uh, seducive, oh, right? It's I know what you mean. Sometimes yeah. I walk into a store of like watch store, like yeah, you see a nice yeah. watch. <laughs> I would like a nice watch, but then yeah, it, it's it's like well, do I need one? Maybe yeah. not. Yeah, I mean, we can just. <laughs> look at cell phone right yeah, like yeah, you don't yeah. need, i mean if you think about the pure you know need for you know be conscious with time yeah. you don't need those luxury brand like i mean even the action of driving doesn't require the luxurious car but totally just yeah but uh, to me uh, going back to the the monetary side of art making art and uh living life to me i think part of the reason i want to make more money is so that i can have more free time that's where Uh, if if i think about it sometimes if i worry it's because you know can i save enough money to take a year off yeah and so like uh, i mean you know that's probably i'm sure part of it is greed but or whatever but i'm trying to sometimes i do think about it but then i don't know yeah yeah, seems to be that motivation yeah but then then for me i think it's also this thing too like i don't want to consider teaching or guiding my students in my studio as a work mm. then if you think of it as a work then you need to get a break from it but then yeah. i don't need a break from this because uh, this is my <laughs> daily routine like i just have to do it just like I, what i say you brush your teeth and you use eat and all these like activities that you do as a mandatory of a daily life my teaching and painting is a part of it too you figured out life jace <laughs> you've, you've unlocked the code dude <laughs> no 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 yeah you did but that's why that's why you don't need a break anymore from it yeah, like yeah. you but then that's why I'm trying to, you know, like be really careful with the student that I'm teaching. Mm. Like if I don't any, I learn, and then if I'm emotionally very concerned with this student and yes. not getting anything from it, that I feel like I need to have a break from this student. So mm. that point, I just please don't come to my studio. <laughs> I don't say that like that, but then that's yeah, what. Yeah. And then also my work, if I really hate doing it, then I could just stop and doing something else. So, but in order to get this point. In order to get who I am right now, it took 10 years to struggle. And yeah. I went through a lot. So it doesn't just happen when you walk in like, oh, I got to live like me. And then like, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah. So I don't want to romanticize it once again, but it's needed. You need that. Like, but, but some people, because that's why it's constructed. What, what kind of value you construct for yourself? Exactly. That's, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 that's really depending on. And, and, and the way you construct your values is probably how you look at others as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or and I'm sure it's also the way you, s- the people you surround yourself with. That's probably because that creates value for you. Right. If you're in a group of people who think this, you know, a is the greatest and B is not. Yeah. You yeah. probably start thinking that way. Yeah. But uh, unless you're as free as you are. Yeah. Even from high school, like my, my friends were all like smoking and smoking weed or like uh, but not close friend, but then like yeah. so- sometime, but then, I never wanted to do that. Like I never, I just drew. I get, I just had my sketchbook open and <laughs> I, drew, I drew. Like you know, yeah. like that was a different, like outcome. People need to smoke to reduce the stress. Yeah. For me, drawing was the w- act like way of reducing it. Like mm-hmm. that's what happened to you and a lot of artists. And then a lot of people who listen to this probably know it already. Mm-hmm. That yeah, we are different from from the beginning. That, <laughs> yeah. that we the way we live in it. Like yeah, so your your outlet is a different action yeah. right your yeah. outlet is just creating something uh, i think the difficult part is in uh, finding out why you create other than just because you need to or or do you need a reason to know why you create other than you need to yeah yeah how, how do you feel about it do you do you when you go to your studio and you make a painting these days you know especially let's say after you te- taught 
do you go in there making paintings but because you feel like well I, you need to make this for an art show one day or do you just you yeah because you do uh, it yeah that's uh, that's the one thing i need to do an art show so i gotta manifest and then like i gotta manifest myself into it because that's a representation of myself i out without my work i'm not there like mm -hmm. without my work i don't my existence don't don't mean anything almost like that like my existence as an artist so you need to do it but it's not i mean i get to do commission work sometimes too but then like i i i don't do it often like i mm -hmm. do it when i feel like it and that's a, i take it as a part of practice not like making money but then that's also taking a both side of it too but mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's my yeah. Whenever I have person connect like contact me, oh, Jason, I want to do a gallery with you, or like someone invite me for pop up gallery, whatever. Then that's like that's I feel needed to do it, yeah. right? But then that's so I think it's kind of like problem for me too. Recently, I don't I go to studio, I don't know what to work on. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I sometimes get like empty out. Like I I got so much stuff to I I got so much stuff I wanted to do, so and I get different feedbacks from people, and then like I don't know what i'm doing like it's and then you have that question mark on you and it doesn't mean that you are you're lost or you're done like you're doomed it's not <laughs> negative it's not it's not bad at all but just, i just have that question mark and turning that into something mm -hmm. you know beneficiating myself so what kind of feedback do you usually listen to and which feedback you don't listen to uh i think i listen to feedback that people value uh storytelling okay. in art my my work kind of does in a way that it doesn't necessarily always about all storytelling mm -hmm. like i don't want to sometimes spoon feed my viewer okay like, yeah, that's why the abstract part is coming out from but uh, then okay. yeah so that's why when i listen to i don't listen to feedback that has more to do with like you know I, I don't know subject matter wise mm -hmm. i think subject matter wise they're like if they are ever listening like, uh, making me to do something like if anyone want me to paint like ice cream or horse, <laughs> like I don't want to, I wouldn't probably want to do it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, just yeah, more yeah. to do it. Feedback that or but then I listen to feedback in different way that sometimes people want to see something different than my. I mean, I got a lot of artist friend like recommending me to do start try this one that and then, yeah. and then like that's why I did this like uh, uh daily challenge last year. I, yeah, I yeah, make I a one that. yeah one piece every day and then the reason of it is also I wanted to do it very different things and then you know like when you whenever you see this great work you want to do it but you don't want to copy that so you oh what if i choose this subject matter to do and then i just want to do it but i don't if i just do it exactly the same i'm basically like just ripping off this artist so yeah. i want to try do this and then see how it works so maybe at point i want to do something like that like it just practice but i could just do every different style every day <laughs> wow. you know like i copy this guy's yeah, work yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Oh, somehow hybridized everything too <sighs> yeah dude <laughs> i think we're about <laughs> we're almost done right yeah. unfortunately we're out of time but it's like man you just dropped so much information <laughs> you're the you're, you're such an easy guest to have because you just really oh really yeah man you're, you you just yeah just, there's so much I, to talk about it seems like your experience of well, art I, is so I rich was, i was worried that i, I might not you know get to say anything about it. like I, I don't know really <laughs> i don't know really what i could benefit on other artists but yeah, yeah, you I, say that after like almost two hours of talking <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you, you, you have nothing it, to say it jace was, it was so casual that i just yeah you know like it, you brought it to that and more spirit <laughs> where i could just I say love it. things easy, man you're uh, it seems like uh, i i just love your outlook on art uh, or just actually well not even art just on life i think uh, it's it, it appears to be very freeing 
it appears to be like you've made your life easier for yourself and like the, the and fact you're saying like w- you wake up and you're happy and you know where you're gonna do it's yeah but uh, yeah also too like i'm not sugar quoting my word but then when i look at you i mean uh, you're very different you took very different direction than i did mm-hmm. we were almost in the similar si- place where yeah, we yeah. did the group show together when in the feature mm-hmm. you are also new to that industry and all that too right mm-hmm. and then you were like merging into the arts team yeah. i was in the industry too when i was doing the feature show and then yeah. like i quit after but you became more prosperous you're now your art director so <laughs> we went very sort of opposite direction at the same week we sustain mm-hmm. the value as an artist but then that's why when i look into you guys like you look into people like you mm-hmm. and look into artists like you i kind of envy that too because i could have <laughs> gone to that you know that path like I, I can i can it's almost being fulfilled by looking at someone who's doing well as, yeah, as yeah. A my friend like i don't have to be that Thanks. position like because I wanted to witness myself doing it, but not necessarily. It's also the same thing as agreed. I get, if I, I don't think I can easily be like you. Mm. But then what I'm saying is that maybe, right? There's a different path we take. Yeah. And then you're at like A direction. I'm at B direction. And then we kind of like, still, we're at the good stage. You, yeah. you, you love your life too, right? Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I'm figuring it out though. And I, that's why... Uh, yeah, listening to people like yourself is very important because I don't feel like it. It feels like you have figured out a lot more than I have, and I'm sure you know the uh, the path. My path will change; it'll, they'll shift. But I'm, I feel I'm trying to consciously to really. No, you figure so much with <laughs> being an art director. You figure so much, she, so many things in that industry what they are needing and requiring. I just, I just ran away from it almost. No, right? but yeah, uh, but yeah. and that's but to your point about different path. I think th- realizing sooner than later that there is you know. Uh, an infinity of them and you could take one and one is no better than the other it's m- or th- the better path is the one that's best for you yeah. it's just knowing what that means is very difficult yeah, yeah. like how do you know you're living your kind of uh, the best possible life yeah. for yourself that's a tricky thing i think letting you letting it go is hard but i think right. wi- a lot of people need that like a lot of t- need yeah. a lot of people need to think of it more as an i mean i mean as an artist i think it's really crucial like yeah. you living as an artist definitely <sighs> dude i will uh <laughs> i hope people listening learn so much from this because i i definitely have this is uh, very inspiring and uh, it's so f- it is interesting to me that even yeah how much are a path w- where they started are very similar because i also came from a different country i go 13 14 i ended up paying for my own school as well uh, like yeah, you have yeah, and yeah, definitely we through, yeah. feeling lost your, and your parents sup- uh, supported you like it sacrificed a lot like well it'd be just just yeah, by yeah, moving yeah, here yeah, to yeah, canada yeah, course, you know yeah, and then yeah. from there it's kind of like yeah, well yeah. You take it from here yeah. <laughs> and then yeah it's like you're saying kind of that was initiated us to do like it's a great motivation but at the same time that what what keeps us going and mm-hmm. we don't neglect the side that we need to be realistic and then we don't just want to be like you know like i could be just a painter and not teaching and making enough money for myself but then reason why i do all that is also partially to support my family yeah. like in in ma- many different ways not mm-hmm. not you know always so mandatory i don't feel obligated to do it but i feel better by doing it like mm-hmm. that's also too like if some people are thinking oh jace you're helping your family so much why you do that like i don't understand how you can do that constantly <laughs> but then like I just feel better about it. I I mean, at the point where I didn't like it, like I didn't want to, why do I have to go through all this? Why don't I get, because a lot of Korean friends and like a lot of people from Korean culture, they're well off, right? They're mm-hmm. like rich or sometimes like, even my friends are super rich. They are like from their high school year, they're driving like sports cars and stuff. Like I don't, but then I never want to 
be like that. I go, mm. I don't ever value being part of it. I mean, I it, it looked good. Yeah. It looked good apparently, so I wanted to grab that. But you know, I always wanted to be better at what I think I need to be better. Like it just that that kind of like forced me. That, that that's that's how constantly my life's like throughout the whole until now. So maybe one day I'll be like I become greedy. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I made the so. transition to that, but. Yeah, so that's why I get to talk to my friend Jeremy. It's a really close friend. And he he's pretty close to my situation, but he doesn't teach, but I teach. But mm-hmm. we taking that teaching exercise differently, and also like a value of life or value as an artist. Yeah, uh, there's just so much more we don't know. And then he once and we I once were trying to obtain it so badly. Like yeah, I yeah. wanted to be a great concept artist. I want to make like uh, you know six digit an year, all yeah. that like those kind of stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. we all try to be like that mm-hmm. but it's just we realize so much more out of it like it's just no just because that constraint is con i mean I, i'm repeating the stuff over and over but that that stuff is constrained by others more likely but mm-hmm. you think it you consider that as a so valuable but that's someone else's subjective value or you cannot thinking objectively on that matter so it's like unless that's what your truly purpose is, but in reality, most people, you know, uh, everyone's path is going to be different, right? yeah. or everyone's goal. And uh, but uh, going back to it, it just sounds like you found your goal. You're amazing, Jace. Um, <laughs> let's wrap this thing up. Unfortunately, um, yeah, yeah I, I'll we'll, you know we'll just have you back uh, again, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. I'll I mean, continue thanks listening for, to thanks your for wisdom. Doing this, but then yeah. like doing so, doing for the community yeah. itself, uh, it's just great. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, it's helping someone. Well, you're you're no, you're definitely yeah. <laughs> you're already <laughs> helping a lot of people. No, Jace, how can uh, how can yeah. people find you online if they wanted to see your uh, work? My stuff. It's jaceskimstudio.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, my name with studio, and also uh, Instagram at j a c yeah and T-H-E and K-I-M. My this is the name. Kim. <laughs> don't look for any other J- uh, Jace yeah. Kim. This is other, the, other the guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm the, the other Kim. ones don't matter. <laughs> this is the most important one. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Okay. Thanks for tuning uh, in, guys. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right. Well, uh, that was uh, that was quite a ride. That was really amazing to learn uh, more about Jace. <laughs> Dude, so, uh, so much wisdom. I'm going to go home and digest it. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you want to learn more about Creative Theory Podcast, just uh, go on Instagram. I I don't want to play with a lot more social media. Instagram is where it's at. Maybe Facebook and uh, come say hi. Yeah, I'll be back uh, in two weeks. Thanks again and have an amazing day. Thank you. Bye-bye.